Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. From Showtime and A24. We love most about Whitney. Comes a new series unlike any other. Well, where do I even start? Academy Award winner Emma Stone. I like how you fight for us. Nathan Fielder. Money doesn't really matter when it's about doing the right thing. And Benny Safdie. You guys are strong, right? At the end of the day, you're going to survive, right? Next question. New episodes of The Curse, streaming now on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. A Big Spark Studios original. Everybody, welcome back. <laughs> oh my god, me going from complete hating the world to hey! Um, hey everybody, welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens, the podcast that I am rocking a center part on. <laughs> I'm trying to grow out my hair and I look like the Pringles man, so that's fucking sick. Um, now, before we get into the episode, make sure you subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to watch the video portions of this happen in real time youtube.com slash chris it's i think it's kind of a fun time i don't know it's a long time it's for sure a long time i think we can all agree on that um let's see it is oh and also review it rate and review every time you listen when you're done amazing five stars so easy look at that um anyways it is uh, oh my god it's october 1st that is so exciting. Halloween is so soon. Halloween's my favorite fucking holiday. But it's a problem because it's such a social holiday and I am so not a social person. So it, anyways, that's for literally therapy next week. Um, I went to New York City this past weekend for the first time since I was there as lockdown happened. Um, if you don't know, I was in New York the week my, my flight home was March 13th. And that's like a day of infamy. I feel we're all like March 13th, 2020. <laughs> um, but I was in New York City. My friend was working and I was there to help out. And we went to GovBall, which is a music festival. And it was funny because they put her in a hotel. And the hotel was the Hampton Inn. And we didn't realize it was at LaGuardia. And so I tried booking a hotel and that was sold out. And so I booked the Marriott across the street 
which is literally at the, the at the LaGuardia Airport. <laughs> so I was in New York City staying <laughs> at the LaGuardia Airport. And the be- you want to hear the fucking kicker? Flew to and from New York out of JFK. <laughs> if that isn't fucking unhinged with Chris Clemens, I don't know what is. But yeah, the music fest, it was wild. Wild being at a music festival. I mean, like it was outside, obviously, so that was a level of comfort. But I think I was maybe one of 10 people wearing a mask. <laughs> it was just crazy. But they had like crazy vaccination um, entrance requirements or I don't know. I had to wear a fucking yellow bracelet. By the end of music festivals, your arm is just like a full cast. You're like, oh, my God. It's like a bracelet every day to show that you're 21, a bracelet to show you're vaccinated, a bracelet to fucking do anything. Um, But, yeah, it was cute. I feel like I had more to say, but. Who did you see? Who did I see? I saw Megan Thee Stallion. That was crazy. That was, she was so tiny because I was so far back. But she Oh my god, that was like the best fucking thing. The audio quality at that music festival was trash. I couldn't hear a fucking thing. You would think for a music festival, I don't know, they'd have the fucking audio figured out. I couldn't hear a single thing at so many of like the sets. And I was like, like I didn't, I was trying to like sing like with Megan. Are you fucking kidding me? I was like ready to go in, but I couldn't tell where in the song we were. So I'm like screaming lyrics, and people are like. Where are you? And I'm like, I, that's a great question. Um, but yeah, I didn't really do much else. I went out to dinner in like the actual city, which was nice. But yeah, I, I feel like it wasn't like a proper back to New York City trip. Like, no, I guess I did end up blacked out and yelling at strangers. So I guess it was just a typical New York trip. Um, and I started watercoloring. I forgot how much I loved watercoloring. And I was in the craft store, a little stoned, and my friend was like, we should watercolor. And I was like, how the fuck did I forget about watercoloring? It is like my perfect kind of painting. I love painting, but the problem is, like with acrylic paint, for example, <laughs> this is like the most fucking boring. This is my life, okay? Um, like with acrylic paint, it dries so fast and it's a pain in the ass to clean. Like watercolor, it's like even if the paint dries, you can just get it wet again. Oh my god, it's the fucking best. I've just I bought a notebook, I fucking doodle and shit. Although yesterday it, it's an exercise. Like yesterday I got really angry because I tried sitting down to paint and then I could not like if there was a gun to my head, suitcase of eight billion dollars next to me, and someone said paint something, I could not think of a single fucking thing. I was just painting shapes and spelling middle I mean, it's like <sighs> So it's a good it's a good exercise on patience and the creative process is a creative I don't know um, yeah that's all the proof we needed to just keep on moving through the episode Chris um, now we've switched it up the the order a little bit I figured we should move the shout out to the beginning because it always feels like it comes at a really weird time when it's like in between a rant. I don't know where it was. Honestly. I've done, what, 16 episodes of this and have not a fucking clue what's going on. But um, the charitable shout out for this episode is Film to Future, F2F. And it is a nonprofit professional level filmmaking program for underserved teenagers in Los Angeles. Our mission is to diversify the entertainment industry workforce and inspire future filmmakers. And I mean, it's no secret that like almost pretty much everything else entertainment industry is so fucking white. Um, so I love this. And I think 
giving people an opportunity that they other wouldn't, otherwise wouldn't have is awesome. So if you want to go donate, be sure to check out the link in the description of this episode to learn more and to donate. So that is Film to Future. And now this is the hot box. <laughs> um, if you don't know, this is the part of the show where you guys can call in. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, both Chris Clemens and Unhinged with Chris Clemens, because I post on the story asking for sometimes certain things. But I feel like right now I'm really loving this like ask me anything vibe. It can be asking me about something I said last episode or something that came up last episode. It could be something going on in the world that you want my opinion on. It could be you needing advice. I just love all the directions this goes in most of the time. And yeah, you can call into 310-844-6459. Leave a voicemail. You can call anytime. I mean, you'll... I forget. Is the voicemail like still up? That crazy one I recorded at the beginning? Yes. Wow. The fact that people have to sit through that. Yeah. There was one... there. I had to edit out the beginning. She's like, yes, I agree to your Viagra commercial because it's oh. so fast. <laughs> I honestly forgot message. that I made that joke as a Viagra commercial. <laughs> God, I really need to go to like a brain doctor and see what's going on upstairs. It's not great. Anyways, should we do we have what are they like today? Do we got a silly? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> That's like the kind way of being like. You've got character. And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, they're silly. OK, you'll, you'll see. OK. Here we go. I had a question. I know in one of your podcasts, I think with Brittany Roski, where she came on, not the last one, but the one before. The first one. You talked about how being funny is a talent. And I want to know more about that. How do you think you acquired the talent of being funny? Or were you just born with it? And also, how can people, like, I guess, practice to get the talent of being funny? Is that possible? Okay, thank you huge fan thank you i'm a huge fan um yeah that i have no idea i have always been a loud mouth every like trimester or semester or whatever of school i had a parent teacher conference about my behavior um i definitely think there's an element of like just trauma (laughs) like i feel like you have to be really sad and dark (laughs) to have a good sense of humor i guess not I don't know. A lot of comedians I know are really sad and dark. So if you've got that, you might have it in you. Uh, No, I I definitely think it's just like, you know, some people are good at like drawing and like some people aren't. And like some people are good at math and I am not. Uh, I think it's like that. I definitely think you could probably learn to be funny, but a lot of it. I don't know. I really I have no idea. So we can take master giving a master class off the list. I'll never do that. Fuck yeah, I don't I think you're just like born with it. Are you okay? Yeah, Justin, you. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, you're good. Yeah. He's just practicing for the Ke- that Kelly reboot, I guess. He's like army crawling on with still with a broken knee. Like what the fuck? Anyways, um yeah, that's my answer if we can even legally call it that. Right, legal team? Hi, Chris. This is me. Natalie's. I'm Natalie, and she's also Natalie. Sup, Natalie's? I'm obsessed with this energy already. Um, Our question is, if you can smoke with two people, dead or alive, like only two people, they can be dead or alive, Mm -hmm. 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Who would it be? Yeah, who would it be? Honestly, I would. 
honestly, I want to smoke with the Natalies. <laughs> like, literally, I'm obsessed. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know why I've never, I feel like I've never been asked this before. I would love to smoke with, holy shit, do you have any ideas? Like, I don't even... They made it harder with two. two I know, too. I'm like, you know how hard it is to think of one person right now? Like, um, I'm just going to go with gut instinct. Like, this doesn't have to be the final answer, but it is just going to, I need to move on because I, I always do this when people are like, what's your favorite food? And I'm like, I need to make sure that I really have the honest answer here. Um, I would love to get high with, oh, who the fuck? fuck would I want to get high with? I want to get high, <laughs> I want to get high with Kim Kardashian. <laughs> that sounds like it would just be so funny. No, I no, I can't say Northwest. <laughs> she's like oh, five. <laughs> like Northwest when she's whatever age you have to be smoking. And then I'm going to go with like Snoop Dogg. Like, oh my God, Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. See, there's just too many options. Like Martha Stewart, I feel like could really pull out a a whole event an experience maybe i'm gonna say northwest and martha stewart <laughs> there it is northwest of course Future. legal age and then Future martha life. stewart yeah the, um, i like that are there people in the history that i would love to smoke with probably are do i remember them no they're history so next i like it <laughs> I don't hey, I mean, who cares? my name is callen hey, um callen. First of all, love you thank love you. your podcast thank you um, I was just thinking about how a couple months ago I went to a petting zoo and a parrot <laughs> squawked so loudly right next to my ear that I went deaf in my right ear for a couple parrot? seconds. There was some ringing. So what my question for oh, you is, like, so what is the worst experience that you've ever had with an animal? I just think that this would be very funny to hear you talk about. Love you. Bye. Love Thanks. you. Bye. Thank you. I mean... This is another shred of evidence to put in the file of, you guys think my life is so much more exciting than it is. I mean, like, I think a killer whale splashed its tail at me at SeaWorld once. Like, I mean, I don't... <laughs> the craziest experience with an animal. I don't think... I don't think I have one. Like, did you go to the zoo as a kid? And I mean, I went to the zoo as a kid for a field trip, and then I, like, woke up the next morning full-body hives. So, like, I, maybe that. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Like, I I was, like, one of those weird lizard kids. So, like, I had, like, 12 lizards at one point. I had three turtles. We had, like, 400 fish. Like, I don't... I mean, this question sucks, Sam. I'm just kidding. I, told you they were <laughs> that, I, I mean, yeah, that is crazy, but that's like also like you yeah, have I don't your have. Zoo. <laughs> what is that movie? You, we we owned a zoo. We, we built a, a zoo. We bought a zoo. Me saying every verb except bought. Um, yeah, I don't think I have like a lizard bit me. It was mine in my basement. <laughs> like, Where did it bite you? Oh my god! Actually, no. I had a leash for my. And I would walk it down the street on the oh blacktop. How big was it? It was like a bearded dragon. It was like oh. a foot. Oh my god! And a half, maybe a foot. Oh my god! I walked that bitch all around in the grass. I saw a guy in Hollywood doing that. Was it me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like shit. Was that? Literally, I was like, okay, when did I do that? Oh wait, that wasn't me. Okay. 
Yeah, I would say I walked my... This is a depressing episode. This is, like, mortifying. <laughs> Next, please. Hi, Chris. I was just wondering what your last dream was about, or if you remember it. Um, if you're not a person that actually remembers it, do you have, like, a reoccurring dream Guys, I... or nightmares? Um, do you have, like, a dream that you remember from childhood yes. that, like, oh my God. in your brain forever? Yes. Do you write down your dreams? No. Um, I think dreams are fascinating, okay. and I love hearing about people because well, our I'm brains trying, are but so this is still going. wild and creative. If you do have a guest on the podcast this week, I, I would like to hear theirs as well. I don't. It's um, just me and Jesus. Thanks. Have a good day. Amen. Love you. Love you. Bye. So, actually, I was going to say this last time with my craziest experience with an animal, but it was in a dream. And I've never forgotten it. And it's the reason that I fucking hate snakes. Okay. So I had. Yeah. Okay. So we already went through my like weird exotic pet history. We So in the turtle, like we we built a turtle like cage, but it wasn't like a cage. It was like an enclosed. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is happening. We had three turtles. I had a dream that there was a snake who like went in, who was like. Oh my God, it was the weirdest thing. It was like part of like a plant, but like the snake's body was like a mound, like almost like a rock with like plants. But then it's like, I was going to say head, but like its whole body is a head. Like it's like body was like slow. It went in and killed all of my turtles and then it ate my lizard. (gasps) Ate my lizard. And then I woke up crying. And that's the dream (laughs) of the craziest experience with an animal I've had. So. Are we having fun? This feels like such like are is this are we in a dream or a nightmare I should say? I wake mean this up, episode Chris. feels like yeah, wake up. this episode feels like it's flatlined mostly because my brain has flatlined. And the next question is really weird too. Oh my god. What Sam, what were you on when you It wasn't me. I mean, Oh, well, are... who was it? Who did you pass this off to? A fucking fiver? I mean, what the fuck? You're like, hey, buddy, listen, I've had a week. These are fucking insane. Just pick five. Like, what? Who did this? Your fans are calling. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not shitting on your guys'. Well, no, I definitely kind of am by the dictionary definition of it, but I appreciate them. Just, I'm in a mood. Oh, is this the last one? Yes. Hey, okay. Chris. Hey. This has been keeping me up at night. Okay. But... Great. Would you rather fight two horse-sized ducks or 20 duck-sized horses? I need to know. Goodbye. Oh, my God. Okay. I honestly would go for the duck-sized horses, first of all. But then I would also, instead of fight them, I would capture them and then train them and then have mini horses. Like, I'm not even talking, like, mini horses. I'm talking, like, mini motherfucking horses. Oh my god, little horse this big? Is that how big a duck is? Duck-sized horses. Yes. I'm obsessed with this. Oh my god, I love... Yeah, that was easy. I'd rather fight... <gasps> Except ducks the size of horses? Yeah. Are they yellow ducks? Like chicklets? Like rubber duckies? <gasps> yeah. I don't like adult ducks. They're kind of scary. I like the little yellow ones. Yeah. Anyways, that's my answer. Wow, this episode feels deranged. Like, I'm I'm sober. Like, straight up. I have two vape pens in my bag. Have not hit a single one of them, unfortunately. Maybe I should. Maybe, like, that's the secret sauce. Anyways, 
Thank you so much for calling. Again, if you want to take part in next time, you can go call 310-844-6459. Really almost forgot it. Um, Just to quickly interrupt this flawless episode of Unhinged. I want to thank one of the sponsors of today's episode, which is Helix Sleep. If you don't know, Helix Sleep is a premium mattress in a box company that shows up right to your door. Everybody is unique and Helix knows that, so they have different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Mattress is great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains, among many others. Now to find which mattress is right for you, you take the Helix Sleep Quiz, which takes just two minutes to complete, and it matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Now when I took the Helix Sleep Quiz, I said that I'm a side sleeper. I like a medium firmness, and I do sleep a little hot. That's right, I got it like that. And then from there, I was matched with the Midnight Lux, and it's been magic ever since. So if you're looking for a mattress, take the quiz. You order the mattress that you're matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't need to go to those mattress stores, guys. It's just outdated. If Helix Sleep sounds like something you want in on, just go to helixsleep.com slash Clemens. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a custom mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. And if you're ambivalent about buying a mattress off the internet, they have a 10-year warranty as well as a 100-night sleep trial. And if you don't like it, they will even pick it up for you. What's not to love? So yeah, once again, it is helixsleep.com slash Clemens, And with that, you can get up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at, once again, helixsleep.com slash Clemens. Back to the episode. But now it's time to rant a little. And this might be less of a rant and more of like, uh, Chris, tell this to your therapist. But joke's on you. I did it yesterday. So that's the tea. Um, But we have a countdown behind us for four minutes and 20 seconds. I don't know why I keep addressing the countdown as if we ever stick to it or like finish on time. I think we've what finished ahead of time once. And that was just because like, Chris, you stringing sentences together is not working. (laughs) Abort. So should we just start? Should we get into it? Three, two. There we go. So, uh, today's topic is, (laughs) oh, fuck, this is going to be so brutal. Loneliness. (laughs) Um, I feel like kind of talked about it here. It's going to be like loneliness slash like Los Angeles. Sorry, I know like people in here are from here. I really hate living in Los Angeles and I feel so stupid constantly like saying it because then it's like, well, then why don't you fucking move? But like life isn't that straightforward. I just I so I lived in New York before this and I I just thrive there. I feel so myself. I just feel so confident. Like I don't know. I just I think you get lost in a crowd there and it's like so much more comforting whereas like here I feel like you get lost in a crowd but like no one's looking for you. <laughs> um yeah, I've just been feeling really lonely. Um and I feel like it has to partially do with Los Angeles just It's so spread out and also, like, people are always, like, doing stuff, but you never really know if it's, like, they're them doing stuff for their own personal life or them doing stuff for, like, an agenda. And so it's such a mindfuck, and I feel like I really have no friends here. I mean, obviously I have friends here, but, like, not that many. And especially coming out of the pandemic, 
I can't tell if people are like, because, you know, sometimes you just outgrow people and you move apart and there is no drama. You just, you, you grow apart and you like stop talking and it's weird. And so I don't know if it's that or if people are just seeing their friends again and like they're just seeing other people they haven't seen or I don't know. It's just such a mind fuck. And I've been trying to like get out of this funk because I used to. And that's another thing in New York. I was so independent and like I was I always did stuff by myself. Like I loved doing things by myself. And here I just I feel like I need someone with me. Like I feel like I like don't ever want to be alone I hate this fucking section of the podcast because I just spill all these feelings and then I'm like, okay, (laughs) and? But I don't know. Does anyone else have anything to say? Want to chip in? That I mean, it sounds like... um, Oh, Justin's coming in. Like... (laughs) No, I think that that (laughs) LA is like that. Like, it's hard. I used to live in San Francisco and I felt like I did everything alone and I walked everywhere. Yeah. a different vibe. Yeah, and I just, I don't think I like it, but people are like, well, then why don't you move? Well, one, I would love to live back in New York. I just looked at a three-bedroom for $8,200 a month. Mm. My current rent for a fucking, like, seven-bedroom house is $5,000 a month. Why the fuck would I ever do that? Also, work is here. Like, just because you hate something doesn't mean that it's necessarily, like, fixable or whatever, you know? Like, sometimes in life, you just have to... (laughs) suffer uh no you have to like just get you have to put your head down and get through it but it's it's just tough like when you don't feel like you fit in with the place you're in as it is and then socially I don't feel like I really fit in yeah and I feel like it's I've I feel like I feel like I'm just shitting on LA this whole time Personally, I find it so understimulating and I find myself having the same conversations. It's the same weather day in and day out, which like it sounds ridiculous complaining about shit like this. But I like when life is full of different things and there's always something new every day. And that just like is not the case. And I think I just need to move back to New York. I really think it would all be solved. It's so fucked up. But I, like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to pay fucking $8,000 for a three-bedroom apartment over my dead, fat, fucking Caucasian body. That's insane. Where was it? Like, Midtown West. Like, no, I'm not like, here, I need a Soho four-bedroom. Oh, no. the timer's up. I feel like that's probably good. I don't know. I just, it's just hard. Bitch, it's fucking hard out here. <laughs> I feel stupid complaining about, like, all of this, but I don't know. I work from home all the time. I'm just constantly alone, but it doesn't feel like a fulfilling alone. It feels like an alone where I I don't want to be alone. It's like isolation. Yeah. And like I think that's why I felt so calm during the pandemic was because everyone was isolated and no one could hang out with anybody. And so I felt like honestly so cool, calm, and collected. Definitely towards the end I was – going a little crazy, but there was still that sense of just like uniformity. Is that a word? Did I just literally pull that out? That was incredible. Um, Yeah. It's just very isolating. I feel. And then there was this sense that like something was like 
like on the horizon like life was gonna return and things were gonna get better and i'm like oh my god they only got worse Mm -hmm. they only got worse i thought like life would return and i would be like hot slut summer like just oh my god no i'm like i just want to (laughs) disappear just disappear anyways thank you so much for joining me on this rant today should we try and (laughs) that was not meant to be the rant today by the way it was supposed to be a what are we supposed to be doing with our time? But that just felt like an even more stupid thing to talk about. People are like, what? Um, but let's just move on. I feel like I'll save it for therapy. <laughs> even though I did save it for therapy and therapy was yesterday. <sighs> Anyways, let's bring, up, let's bring up the mood a little. Or maybe we'll be bringing it down. I don't really know what's going to happen. But I wanted... I... <laughs> I am a very not dumb, but like unaware. I (laughs) lovable. Did you say lovable? Yeah. Oh, but I don't think that fits the blank I needed for this (laughs) Mad Lib. Um, I (laughs) shut up, Chris and just spit out. I barely watch movies. Like people would be like, Oh my God, have you seen Step Brothers? Never fucking seen it. Like, I don't know what it is, but when there is a ton of hype around a movie, I don't want to see it. So when people mention all of these iconic (laughs) movies, I have never seen them. People are like, oh, um, do you, have you read that book? And I'm like, why do you think I can fucking read? You clearly haven't watched Unhinged. Like, I just am not good at, one, watching movies, and two, remembering anything. Like, I don't, I need to stop talking about my, like, medical ailments and, like, quandaries on this podcast. Anyways, I thought it would be fun if Sam and everyone collected a bunch of movies. They're just movies, right? Movies. Just movies. I don't think I've seen them. And I've got to come up with what I think the plot is based off of the movie titles, which saying it out, right? That's the game. Yeah. Oh, you looked at me like I was like going off the rails here. I was like, well, bitch, I am off the rails, love. Well, I think you must know of some of them. So, oh, no, like, I definitely... You know, that's the thing. Yeah. I know. I've, like, heard the name, but I could not tell you, honestly, who was even in it. <laughs> like, that's another... I can't remember people's names anymore. Anyways, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. This one is with Kate Hudson. Is that true? How to Lose a t- That part is true. It is? Okay. I See, this is what I'm talking about is, like, I know <laughs> this. <laughs> My guess is that, let's see, Kate Hudson is this pretty Instagram girl. Well, no, because this is older than Instagram. Like that, like she's a blogger. Let's say she's a blogger and there's this guy who won't stop wanting to take her out on a date and sweep her off her feet. So she tries to come up with like a blog entry about how to lose a guy in 10 days. And then at the end, she falls in love. Well, this is annoying now because I feel is like that, that right? I mean, that's pretty that, close. Yes. That's not fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> instead of a instead of a blog, or she's an advice columnist, so she's writing like a. Oh my god, she's a fucking blogger. Yeah. And then they fall in love at the end. Uh, do they? Yeah, I don't, she has the yellow dress. Of course they do. I don't know, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Of course, like, I mean, how to lose a guy in ten days is like the equation for rom com, right? It's a rom com. Yeah. Yeah. See, I felt that was. I think, and that's the best I'll do during this game. Oh my god, I'm shook. Wait, is the guy obsessed with her though? Well, he kind of has weird motives. Oh, too, she's right? she's like yeah. researching they, they both... how to lose a guy in ten days. So he, 
This is a full group effort. So he is a like marketing exec who basically says he can make any woman fall in love with him in 10 days. Oh my God. And you got to know he's date raping people. And her call. Is that too far? <laughs> and that's where I get, I guess wrong. Um, he can her, get any girl he wants. I'm sorry. That's creepy as fuck. Yeah. Sorry. I'll let you finish. It's like, it's creepy. Uh, especially like now in yeah, I'm like okay, maybe that movie just didn't age well. Yeah, that's 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 what happened. It's also Matthew McConaughey. That's I was like I know it's not Will Ferrell, but all I see is Will Ferrell for some reason. <laughs> Will Ferrell <laughs> and Kate Hudson having a love scene. I would die for that, honestly. All right, well that was I feel like a good start. Um, oh my god, see this is where I just feel like a piece of shit. The Notebook. Never fucking seen The Notebook. I know that there's a kissing scene and that it's Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams, and there's a rain. There's rain. <laughs> like, that's the extent I know. So, so you've seen the poster. So, <laughs> yeah, I've seen, is that the poster? <laughs> um, my get, that is literally all I know. That is, is there like a, I'll wait for you? Or is that the Titanic? Okay. Chris, um, I have seen the Titanic just for the record. We're good on that front. I did see it in the year 2016, but... Um, the 3D version. The th- there's a 3D version? Yeah. Of Titanic? Yeah, yeah. Oh, a bitch knows what I'm doing today. <laughs> I'm finding who's screening Titanic 3. Or Titanic 3D. Titanic 3. Oh, that would be a funny sequel. <laughs> um, okay, The Notebook. I'm going to guess... Let's see... This woman, Rachel McAdams, has a journal that's in a notebook. She leaves it at, like, a coffee shop. And this man, Ryan Gosling, is like, ma'am, you forgot your... But she already got in the cab. Yeah. So he's he's reading through it, learning about this woman, and he's he knows her, or he finds someone who knows her. And they're like, oh, that's Sarah Beth. You guys would be long lost lovers. So then he like follows her, not follows her, but like, you know, just like knows like her schedule and stuff. And is like trying to be like a good sensitive man and trying to win her over. And then why do I feel like it ends with like one of them dying? Does that not what happens? I feel like it can't end with them getting together. What happens? That's my final answer, bitches. Come on. Does someone die? I'm just reading the ending. Nobody it it dies? made me gasp. Nobody dies? <laughs> go, Sam, go, Sam, go. What is going on? What the fuck happens okay, in the I'm notebook? Gonna, I'm going to read you the description. I'm like, literally, I don't even remember what I said anymore. Okay, and I'll let you guys chime in if you remember. So, um, a poor yet passionate young man falls in love with a rich young woman, giving her a sense of freedom, but they soon are separated because of their social differences. Oh, so it's like what? Romeo and Juliet or whatever? Ish. Ugh. That's it? He goes off to war. <gasps> there's a war. Of course and, there's a war. I'm so fucking dumb. Um, They write each other every single day, and that's like the penultimate <gasps> And that makes the notebook? Yeah, that makes the notebook. Oh, my God. That is... Honestly, I feel like that's on par with my plot. Like, I feel like they're both kind of equally, like, generic. <laughs> the war, though. I don't know why I didn't sense a war. <gasps> that is, like, God, such an overthought, underthought. Side, what is the overthought? Such a... 
Oversight. Oversight. Oh my God. What are we doing here? Alrighty. Ugh. Why did we all do just like, cla- this, this is embarrassing. The Godfather. Now I haven't seen this one either, guys. Um, okay, so I know that this one's like, what, about the mob or the mafia? Correct. I'm going to say that the Godfather, is there like a plot or is it just like following them doing mob shit? There's a plot. Oh, okay. Wow, you're really passionate about the. Uh, there's a plot. That's literally <laughs> the reenactment of what I just received. <laughs> Noted. Um, okay, let's see. I got it. So, The Godfather. The movie starts with The Godfather as a child. And you see, like, what his dad and his. Oh, God, I'm thinking of grandfather. Fuck. <laughs> What's a godfather? <laughs> It's like who you choose to be the, or you choose that for your son or daughter. It's oh, like a friend, family friend. Okay. Or, yeah. Oh my God. I wish the Godfather would walk through the door and do the only thing I know that he does. Okay. The Godfather, not the grandfather. <laughs> Fuck. Um, the Godfather, I'm going to say that he, this guy is going through his whole life. He knows that he has mob ties. Maybe it's like Drake. He knows that he's got like mob ties and he just wants to know who his Godfather is. And then he goes through all of these different things and gets in with the wrong people or the people he thinks are the right people. They turn out to be the wrong people. And the godfather is now against the godchild. And that's blah, blah, boo. Like that shit. That's final answer. How do we, how did I do? <laughs> I know it's so wrong based on, oh, you haven't seen it either? Sam? No, I mean, I've, I've I'm putting a name to that. I'm like, uh, I'm not this. This Titanic isn't going down alone. Welcome to Titanic three. I, I know that it's. I know that your story isn't right, but I liked your story. Right? I, I kind of love it. Over. No one steal at Hollywood, <laughs> as if Hollywood's watching. Um, what's the actual plot? Of- uh, an organized crime dynasty's aging patriarch transfers control of his clandestine empire to his reluctant son. Okay, so I understood probably three of the words in that plot line. So that's probably for the best that I've never seen this movie. That yeah, there's passing of power, the god a mob, got it. Oh, this is Are y'all on crack? I've never even heard of this movie. Eternal of Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That sounds like there's a typo there, but that's Eternal Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yes, I love this movie. I mean, not just me. You guys all know it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we all know it. Um, and let me tell you about it. All of our favorite movie, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. So this is about someone who's never experienced depression. And they also don't have OCD. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? This sounds like a book turned into a movie. Like, this sounds like absolutely it was a book. And then they were like, franchise this shit. I don't, I really am like, I have not a fucking clue what's going on here. All right, here's this. This, like, actually sounds like a movie I actively avoid. It's the one, so, okay, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. It's, this is the one with Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. And it's when their relationship. I'm going to be honest, I don't even know who Kate Winslet is. You just said you'd seen the Titanic. (gasps) Oh, is that Kate Winslet? (laughs) Yeah. Work. I thought, I don't know why I thought that was like Scarlett Johansson or something. (laughs) All right, this is a learning experience for all. That it, when their relationship turns sour, a couple undergoes a medical procedure to have each other erased from their memories. 
Okay, I apologize to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I kind of want to see that. Although it's giving me, like, that Adam Driver, like, marriage Scarlett Johansson movie. It just seems mm. like a really depressing, like, yeah. biopic of married people. Is that what it is? Is it, like, a sci-fi it's movie? It's emotional. Oh, oh, God. I'm dealing with enough of enough emotions today. Um, Gone with the Wind. I know this is another big one. Um, Gone with the Wind. I'm going to say that this takes place in, like, Kansas. And tornadoes are prevalent. Not tornadoes, but windstorms. And just heavy gusts. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, congrats, Chris. You're reading the words on the fucking piece of paper in front of you. Um, I'm going to say that two people in Kansas... I'm getting, like, Romeo and Juliet vibes. But, like... They end up, like, there's two people. Obviously, it's marriage, so it's between a man and a woman. And (laughs) uh, (laughs) it takes place in Kansas. And these people just want to be in a relationship, and they want to fall in love. And they run away together. And they realize that it's not meant to be, and their love goes with the wind. And then they become strangers. Was that close? I knew we started off way too strong with getting to how to lose a guy in 10 days, right? Are you trying to be close to it, though? I'm, like, <laughs> genuinely, like, I'm, like, sitting here thinking, like, okay, think of how a movie would go <laughs> with, like, the title Gone with the Wind. Like, it's clearly a classic. Like, there's got to be some love in there. There's got to be. <gasps> there's a war. There's got to be a war. Ah, there's a war! I knew there was a war. Oh, my God. <gasps> Gone with the Wind. <gasps> Someone died at war. I'm getting a vision. I'm painting the picture. Oh my god, this is the most serotonin I felt in so long. That is so fucking depressing. Okay, so start over. Kansas, nineteen twenty-seven. <laughs> Two people are in love, and he gets drafted for war. What will happen? They write letters. It's the Notebook. <laughs> um, no. She, he writes letters, but they never go to her. So she's like, what is happening? He's dead. Blown up. Leg gone. And then, like, rest of him gone. He stepped on a mine. (laughs) Then her love for him is gone like the wind. And then she gets, like, swept up in a twister. Who knows? That's my ending. That's the director's cut. (laughs) Funnily enough... Um, your first take was more accurate. What? <laughs> what? My first take was like straight up ramblings of a delusional person. I know. That's why it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? They run away together and realize they're not meant to be? <gasps> they go to war together. So Are they gay? No, they're okay. not gay. Um, Were so- women allowed to serve in this? No, so it's, no, yeah, a, I didn't think it's a civil war drama. Ooh, okay. I don't um, need to know anymore. That's pretty heavy. Yeah. But it's like Roman. Oh my God, is one like a confederate and one's a union? And then their love is gone with the wind? No. They're, Where does gone with the wind come in? What is uh, the wind? I don't remember. <laughs> their love's it's, probably gone with the wind. Their love is, yeah, let's <laughs> just agree to agree. I, I mean, what else is going with the wind? Not this fucking game. <laughs> Oopsies, sorry to interrupt one more time, but guys, it's finally happened. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
And if you don't know, BetterHelp is online professional counseling that has been made affordable. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis hotline. It is not a self-help line. It is professional therapy securely done online. A huge draw is that there might not be services that you need in your area. And with BetterHelp, they've got a broad range of expertise made available. So if it's not, it is now. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist and get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to wait in like an awkward waiting room or anything like that. Now, because BetterHelp is dedicated to facilitating great therapeutic matches, if you don't vibe with a therapist, it is super easy and free to change therapists. In fact, because so many people have been using BetterHelp, they are actually recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Now, if you're interested in BetterHelp, they are giving our listeners 10% off their first month by going to betterhelp.com unhinged. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unhinged, where you can join over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of experienced professionals. So thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode. And this episode is brought to you by the Weather Channel app. Did you know the app can help you forecast more than just the weather with allergy tracking and flu risk mapping? So you know when to stay inside and load up on podcasts as well as air quality and UV indexing. So you know when to get outside, load up on sunscreen and podcast. Forecast more of what you love with the Weather Channel app. <gasps> Dead Poet Society. This was filmed at a school in Delaware. Hi, St. Andrews. Okay, so I'm getting the sense that uh, I have two options. I'm like tr- truly doing this like it's a game of charades. I'm like two options. Um... My first guess is that it's like putting all of these dead poets throughout time in school together. And then you watch them like interact and they have like this writing society that they all like kind of met in. And then I don't know the rest of the plot, like they kill each other. Who knows? My second option is that there is. It's like this boarding school, mostly because that's where it was filmed was a boarding school. So I'm like, maybe. I'm maybe intellectually robbing some of the whatever I'm saying. Um, yeah, that's like a boarding school and there's like this a club about dead poets and it's a society. <laughs> I don't fucking know. No, is that... that second one seems very accurate. Which is, I have you seen that. it? Yes. Oh, so, okay. So elaborate. What do I elaborate on? Yeah, it's not. It, your first one was they're like ghosts. Well, it's like, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, listen, shut up. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. There are no stupid answers, just stupid people. No, I um, yeah, I'm going to say it's like a society about dead poets and like the great oh. poet. Yeah. Don't laugh. It's what happened. <laughs> I don't, I mean, and then, and then like they try and write like them and then the words get out to the school. And everybody gets angry at these people for writing. I feel like you've seen this movie. Is that right? I mean, a lot of what you're saying, bits and pieces are right. I know it was filmed at a boarding school, and I know it's called Dead Poet Society. I mean, I don't have to be... I could be, like, partially in a coma and still kind of (laughs) gather that together. I don't think I said anything wrong. (laughs) Like, I don't think I said anything that was breaking the mold of the three words that I read. Am I wrong? No, you're right. So what is it? 
Yeah, so, okay, uh, it's a new English teacher, John Keating, played by Robin Williams, is introduced to an all-boys preparatory school that's known for ancient traditions and high standards. He uses unorthodox methods to reach his students who face enormous pressures from their parents and the school. But, yeah, he teaches them about poetry and, like, stuff that they're not... um, Gay! It is very gay. Is it? Um, like it's. Is there a sex scene? It's subtextually gay, but it's not oh. like textual. I just gay. like was totally joking, but is there a bareback moment? No. Bare, uh, bareback. What is it? Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have I, this whole time have I thought it was Bareback Mountain? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I remember that was a movie. They were like, Brokeback Mountain. And I was like, I know what goes on in that movie. (laughs) I think I've seen maybe half of it. Oh, my God. I really thought it was Bareback Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that's not shocking to anybody. Pretty Woman. This I've seen maybe like bits and pieces of. This is Julia Roberts, I know. And she's a prostitute. But I don't know, like, I just know that, like, she goes into a store and she buys a bunch of shit. And, like, I think, honestly, that was, like, that movie was the pinnacle of feminism. She's like, I may be a whore, but I will still buy out the store bars. And then she became a rapper. And now she's Iggy Azalea. (laughs) Did I get it right? (laughs) I truly have. Do they? Oh, they end up. He ends up falling in love with her. Is that right? Yes. Every movie ends like, like it's really once you get down to it, like with all of these, they're all the fucking same. There's a war. There's some love letters. There's some homosexuality and there's love. This is why we should have done like fucking cheaper by the dozen. Except no, I know that movie front to back. Um, Wait, what is it about though? Pretty woman. Like literally a, yeah, it, everything you said was right. Julia Roberts is, I mean, well, in this modern update on Cinderella. <laughs> you, you get excited a, to read it. A, a prostitute and a wealthy businessman fall hard for one another, forming I an unlikely pair. bet they fell hard. Pair. What? F- forming an unlikely pair. Oh, so. that's the plot? Jesus. Okay. It's, some of them are so specific, and then some of them are like, a whore and a rich man get together, and it follows them. Okay, thanks for the fucking plot line. Yeah. That's like me writing a paper. It's like, oh, you have a book? Re- I have a book report? Okay. Whore, rich man, get together, follows them. God, I really didn't have to do that much work. Fuck. Silence of the Lambs. Okay. I've seen this movie in completion. I was so high out of my mind that I was laughing through the whole thing. And I've, I know it's in black and white, right? Is it even in black and white? <laughs> I don't think so. It, it is, maybe it parts. is not. It is not. Okay. So maybe I didn't see this movie. Okay. <laughs> I know it's like a scary... I know it's like a horror movie because I was laughing through it and my friend was like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I'm on drugs. <laughs> what do you think is wrong with me? Um, Silence of the Lambs. Let's see. There's... I'm going to guess it takes place on a farm. That makes sense. Lambs. Bah. Or is that a sheep? Oh, a lamb is a baby sheep. Oh. Is this like some children of the corn shit? Okay, so there's a guy who lives on a farm, E-I-E-I-O, and he's killing children, and he's skinning them. 
And then he's wearing, oh my God, and then he makes like a blanket. And then he wears the children. If this is wrong, I mean, this is going to be like, okay, so Chris needs to go <laughs> to get psychiatric evaluation ASAP. And I'm like, jokes on you. I get it pretty often. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't remember anything. Silence of the... Yeah, like, I think there's, like, a creepy guy killing a bunch of kids. And, like... Oh, my God. He's not having sex with them when they're dead, are they? Is he? I'm Do letting you, you tell me your story first. I don't know the story. I'm, like, stressed out now. I'm like, holy shit, what is this movie that I watched? It's a blanket of children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna... I was like, what's a lamb? <gasps> a baby sheep. It's about kids. <laughs> Um, this is what fucking 12 years of English class in America does to you. You're like just grabbing for straws at like deeper meaning and shit. I'm like, okay, the sweater's blue. That means they're sad. Um, it's like, God, it's the American schooling system has fucked me so hard. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with, it's like a serial killer, pervert, old guy killing people. Maybe it's just people. It's maybe it's not kids. But I think it's kids. Oh, I'm thinking of Children of the Corn. Or Corn Children? What is yeah, that? Yeah, Children of the Corn. Children of the Corn. Maybe that's where I'm getting the kids from. That movie scares the shit out of me. I had to stop watching it halfway through. Um, What the fuck is this movie about? Yeah, I, some creepy guy t- killing people and then, like, wearing their skin. I feel like she got a lot of parts of that, right? Or is it kids? Well, the kids thing is the only part that I don't think is. Oh, just because right. the like but, the yeah, whole lambs. The what wearing is... of skin. <gasps> Stop. Oh, I mean. Is that right? That part is. What is wrong with me? Kind of right. That's so fucking dark. And like a killer. But okay, it's um, a, a young FBI agent must receive the help of an incarcerated and manipulative cannibal killer to help her catch another serial killer, a man, a mad man who skins his victims. Was I not? That is so funny that that's like. Uh, th- it's not funny at all. This is so, this is this link is getting sent straight fucking sent straight to my therapist. This is like, hi, go to minute marker this. Let me know what you think. Like, why am I good at this? Why am I low key good at figuring out movies? I don't know. What is wrong with me? But Bef- besides the fact that I thought it was a black and white movie. <laughs> Wait, that's. I'm about to go home and watch that. And so this FBI guy hires another serial killer who's a cannibal to go track down another serial killer? Yeah, so Jodie Foster like, is the FBI agent, and so she goes and um, interviews... It's Anthony Hopkins is plays, like, the cannibal who's I don't even know who jail. Anthony Hopkins okay. is. Well, anyways, he's, like, an expert, so he helps her to catch, like, a current serial oh, killer. Wow. Um, and it is scary, but so what do the lambs funny, come in? So I don't blame you for laughing. What is what? Like some of it is funny, but, oh. it's, but you're like, ew, why am I laughing? I, I just, rem- I definitely remember I was laughing through like a murder scene or something. <laughs> like there was just like definitely like inappropriate laughter. Wow. We should watch it. I know. I kind of want to. That's like a serve of a movie plot. Fuck. Oh my god, that's genius. Hiring another. Se- <gasps> Sorry, I, I just could keep... Like, wow, I need to start watching movies. I'll do a watch-along. Um, okay, let's do another. The Sixth Sense. The Sixth Sense. All I'm thinking about is how I watched Mean Girls recently, and I picked up on a joke that I never caught of Amanda Seyfried's character. She's like, 
I can tell when it's going to rain. It's like a fifth sense. And I realize <laughs> that it's funny because there's already five senses. <laughs> like, it's just so good. Anyway, sixth sense. Definitely like, a, uh, like a, what are those people called? Like a medium, like a Long Island medium. <laughs> but not her. Although she, I would watch her in any movie. Um, it's like a sense of dead people. They're sensing dead people. Like the afterlife. The other side. That's what it... They have the ability... Oh! Oh my god. Is this with Jennifer Love Hewitt? No. Oh, I think I'm thinking of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. Okay. So that's interesting. I've never seen that either. <laughs> well, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. The Sixth Sense. I'm going to say like a seven-year-old girl. Her name is like Sarah Beth. I think I've already used that name today. <laughs> god, there is just so much mentally wrong with me. Um, let's find her a new name. Mackenzie. Mackenzie wakes up and she's in like third grade. She can talk to dead people and she's got a sixth sense and her parents are concerned, you know, like any concerned parent would be concerned. Anyways, she starts seeing dead people. She starts talking to bitches who aren't there. Like, she's like, I can see the other side. And the parents are like, okay, you're in third grade. Stop with the imagination. Time to start thinking about an internship. And then she, like, goes ballistic and kills them all. Ugh. Oh, that's not what happens. Like a bad seed. Like a bad oh, what? that's another movie that you haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Um, what's the plot line of Sixth Sense? And is it close to that? A little, a little close. Um, we can't give spoilers though. Oh yeah, there's it's spoilers. Been out for like 30 um, years. Yeah, we've already given. Oh, you not for the audience. You mean for you... Chris? There you go. Someone go. There's far too much dead space. You can give away. All right. Spoilers. A frightened, withdrawn Philadelphia boy who communicates with spirits seeks the help of a disheartened child psychologist. That doesn't give you any. Well, yeah, you guys really worried about spoiling something? I mean, like, I'm still fucking... I feel like I know literally less than I did before about this movie. Is it a scary movie? It's like a psychological thriller. The big twist is that... um, Well, don't tell me! I kind of want to watch it! Oh, 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 oh. my God! What the fuck was that slaughtering about to be? Holy shit, you almost ruined it. (laughs) All right, we're going to... You were kind of right, but you... I I got the gender wrong. Yeah, she sees dead people. What is... So what is... The Sixth Sense. Yeah, that that it's. He's uh, seeing dead people. Yes. Oh, so I was right. Yes. I thought you were saying. But I was... you said that he she kills people. Oh, so, so they don't do that. A, that type of thing. Got it. Okay, it's just like a. Oh, there's so many. I know what I'm doing. Um, la- this is such a terrible one to end on. I've n- I've never even heard of this. Train spotting. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? I mean, Train Spotting, the movie where a father and son, father and daughter, had a ritual of watching trains. This is just so stupid. It can't be this obvious. Can I get a hint? Just one, please. God, just have a hint. Uh, heroin. Hair, oh, my God. Wait, what? Okay, okay, okay. Was was I like on the right track? No pun intended. No, not okay. Quite. I'll start over. Um, like not even mother, not even father daughter. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> mother son. <laughs> it's like a group of friends. Group. 
Okay. Train spot. <gasps> I got it. Think UK skins. They meet at the train tracks. They have they they don't fit in in their small town in New England. So they go run away to the train tracks to just go be people who don't fit in, misfits. They go down to the trains and then when they spot a train, they have to take a shot of heroin. Like <laughs> I am like trying to figure out the heroin piece. They're doing heroin at the train tracks and then one overdoses and the train runs them over. That sounds insane. Is that right? Um, okay, so it says, uh, Renton, deeply immersed in the Edinburgh uh, drug scene, tries to clean up and get out despite the allure of the drugs, heroin, and the influence of his friends. Ugh. We should have just stopped after How to Lose I, a Guy in 10 Days. That was, like, the best we'd ever... It's a big drug movie, but why is it, why is it called train spotting? Yeah, I, like, don't... Like, uh, that... Do any of us know? I, to I throw have... off dumbasses like me trying to guess the fucking plot for a podcast episode i have no idea but i do know it stars ewan mcgregor yes oh my god and yeah there's a lot of drugs oh my god that's so funny i'm friends with his daughter daughter yeah i had no idea that that was her dad <laughs> no idea <laughs> we just met in this film class and we like were the me my best friend katya and her were like the three who like clearly did not take this shit seriously we we're like okay we have bigger plans than this film class. And so we like just, you know, how like misery of others brings people together like no other. That's what happened. And then she posted on Facebook and was like, my dad's in this. And I was like, oh, oh my God, that's crazy. My dad just straight up walked away. That's insane. <laughs> Anyways, that is the end of this game. We could keep going. There's a few more in here, but let's see what the other ones are. Sleepless in Seattle. Just sounds like me going to Seattle. Pulp Fiction. Okay, I haven't seen that one either. Ugh, I know it's every... Oh, and Train Spotting. So there were only two. Oh my god, I did that many and looked like that big of a dumbass this whole time. No one said anything? Oh my god. Alrighty, well, that's the, that's the activity. Uh, I, 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 I'm honestly speechless. I don't know what to say after that. I got what? One right? Like, cl one close? But it wasn't really for you to get right. We just wanted to hear. No, what you I mean thought. this. Everything is a competition for me. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. give me the stats. Like, well, what? Uh, that was I thought going to be a lot more fun. Like I thought I would get a lot more of those than I did, and that's life. So, I guess now we move on to the secrets. Um, every Ooh. week, <gasps> Ooh. I'm here with some secrets. That's right. The unhinged owl is back with some more secrets that you guys have submitted. Now, because we did a whole movie, oops, just hit my microphone. Because we did a whole movie, fucking, why do I have a podcast? I can barely speak. We just did like a whole movie themed activity. So I figured I wanted to hear your guys' secrets about things you've done in a movie theater, like shit you've snuck in. Like, yes, I'm sure there's going to be some sex ones in here and like stuff like that. But guys, what the fuck is this? I mean, this we know my reading ability. This? This is insane. Anyways, I asked you guys to submit secrets, which you guys can always do. Um, and that link to the form is in every description epi episode description. We should throw this one out. Um, 
this episode, not the secret. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to know what you guys get up to in movie theaters. I personally have snuck in a pound cake, a bag of chips, um, I think cookies. I have a picture of it. I went to Trader Joe's before and I like literally snuck it all in. No bag, just like in a hoodie. You can do anything you set your mind to, guys. Um, the first secret says, This event took place in 2014 when my friends and I were either 12 or 13-year-old idiots. We went to see Annabelle on opening night, which was also the first any of us got drunk. Y'all are 12 and 13? Y'all are cool as fuck. <laughs> uh, you can probably imagine what was about to happen, but we had all taken our parents' alcohol and water bottles into the movie theater. By the time the trailers were over, we were all fucked up, laughing at the dumbest shit and just being really loud in a very quiet theater. Then my friend next to me, we'll call her Bree, tells me that she feels like she's going to be sick. I should mention I should mention these are the old movie theater seats that don't recline, so everybody is close together like in an auditorium. And I'm like, no, no, you're fine. And right as I say that, she goes to reach for the empty popcorn bucket, instead vomits all over the guy in front of us. He's pissed, and we are all trying to help our friend up, but are all drunk for the first time, and none of us can walk, so we are just stumbling out of the theater. And luckily, we were kicked out without them calling any of our parents, so we all just go clean Brie up and go to Applebee's for some apps to sober up before calling our parents to go home, acting acting as if nothing happened. If this ends up on the pod, I just want to say I love you, Chris, and I saw you at GovBall on Saturday walking... Bye. While I was sitting on a curb during Jay Balvin's performance, and I didn't say hi, but I recognized Cat, and then realized it was you when it was too late, and nobody was stopping you, and I didn't want to be the person to do it, especially because you were uh, seemed to be on a mission with that suitcase. So yeah, oh yeah, I was helping my friend carry her suitcase. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Hi, that was so fun that you were sitting on a curb. Um, yeah, that. First of all, it was an example that my reading has not improved. Um, I thought you read that one better. Oh, no. There was a point where I just, like, blew through a period, and I was like, oh, no, Chris, you're supposed to, like, take a breath. Um, that – I want to know more about, like, the guy who got barfed on. Like, I feel like we didn't we didn't uh, divulge his story too much, and I would want more of that. Also, them just going to Applebee's as 12-year-olds? How are you getting there? How do – like, this sounds like something I would do with a driver's license and my own money. 12 and 13-year-olds? I was going to say they didn't drive there because they were drunk, but they didn't drive there because they're 12. <laughs> Interesting. Wow, that that just sounds stressful. I really... Oh, my God, there's a lot of secrets today. Holy shit. Um, one time I snuck in an entire Chinese food meal and then halfway through the movie, my IBS got so bad that I ran to the bathroom, but I didn't make it. And I ended up shitting my pants. I do it again though, because it was so fun. fun. That did you shit your pants? Like as you were running or while you were sitting in the chair still? Cause if you shut your pants in the chair, you should let someone know so they can clean that and or remove the chair. Oh my God. Chinese food in a movie theater. That's a, why don't they let you bring in food? Because what? You're not going to buy theirs? Yeah, they want you to make money on concessions. I'm not buying their $14 popcorn. Like, shut the fuck up. I'm seeing a movie. Be thankful for that at that point. God, they're like, movie theaters are dying. Here's a fucking tip. Maybe knock the popcorn down $10. Next up, I hooked up with this guy who worked at the movie theater for weeks, only because me and my friend wanted free tickets to Dunkirk to see Harry Styles. (laughs) 
As soon as I got the tickets, I stopped talking to him and told him it was because school was taking up all my time. Still stand by my girl boss actions. Now that's an entrepreneur. You're one of the only people who can put entrepreneur in their IG bio. I mean, for real. That's a business woman. My friend and I snuck a whole pizza and order of breadsticks into the movie theater. We ordered it to go and then used tinfoil to wrap it up and ditch the boxes. Not sure how we got away with it because we teamed of garlic. I'm going to say guess reeked. Oh, my God. A pizza and a movie. Honestly, this is just making me hungry and want to be eating at a movie theater so no one can see me eat. Ah! Wow, that sounds so fucking good. I was wondering how they got it in there, but the foil underestimating the ability of tinfoil. Oh my God, you can sneak anything into a movie theater with tinfoil. Except soup. Doesn't seem like that would work out well. <laughs> Next up, I snuggled a... J- nope. <laughs> <laughs> snuggled. I smuggled a joint between my tits and there were like three people watching the movie, so that was a fun time. What are they going to do? Fundle my boobs? I don't think so. <laughs> Fundle. That's what it says, fundle. Oh, it's, oh. I think it's fondle. <laughs> so did you smoke the joint in the movie theater? Or did you just have it resting in its little cocoon? I don't... Like... Ooh, like, listen, I'm all for smuggling marijuana into places, okay? Then you use it, right? That's like me going to GovBall and being like... Which I... Oh, my God. By the way, <laughs> the security at GovBall, I walked in with just a box full of joints and then a container of edibles in my dick. Not like in my dick, but like, <laughs> like here's the, here's the, the worm. And here's like the sack, like in between. It's like a, I don't, wanna, I don't know I don't why I'm talking about this, but like, did you smoke it? That's like me going there and not having any of it. I'm just like, Oh, it's here just in case. Anyways, I hope you smoked it. And if so, that's like what I wanted to hear about. Like, that's what I was hoping for. There's three secrets left. And I'm just hoping one of them is I smoked a joint in a movie theater. That just sounds really fulfilling for some reason. Like, are you kidding? Not for the people who have to see the movie after. But anyways, I have an obsession with movie theater popcorn. So whenever I was craving it, I would just go into the movie theater, sneak through the ticket line, get popcorn and a slushie and leave. Beautiful listener of this podcast. You do know that they sell popcorn at the grocery store, right? And you do know that what makes movie theater popcorn so good is butter, which they also sell in the grocery store. And then if you want to get fucking crazy, you can put some salt on, which guess what? They also sell at the grocery store. The slushy, that one's a little harder. But let me introduce you to 7-Eleven. They're everywhere. Wow, that is deranged. No offense to you. I mean, like, listen, I'm not going to kink shame, but there's... Whatever, it's working for you. I don't know why I have a fucking opinion. Okay, so at my movie theater, they would have free refills on popcorn buckets, so to get out of even buying a bucket in the first place, my friend and I would find a used bucket and pull it out of the garbage can and use it for a free refill. Worked every time. That's genius. Yeah, if you're, like, the fucking Sesame Street character who lives in a garbage can. <laughs> Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, oh my god, I almost said Oscar the Grouch, and I was like, I don't know if that's the person. I would just buy $15 popcorn at that point. I would take on a second job to buy $15 popcorn at that point. That is 
like rep- that's just I that is just repulsive. That is just repulsive. You know, bitches have thrown up in that movie theater. Like you know that. Oh my god, that okay. is repulsive. What? Thrown up when what in the, in the trash can? Oh. oh, like you know that there's some Ugh. fucking sus shit in there. Oh my god, I love all of your guys's courage and bravery, but like, whew, I just need a second. Uh, God, you, this person saw an opportunity and they seized it. Had sex in an empty movie theater to Beauty and the Beast, dot, dot, dot. No one came. (laughs) Uh, I mean, first of all, how did no one come? That movie's what, an hour and a half minimum? What the fuck is going on? Even I've come after, no. Thank you so much for listening to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts and you watch the video episodes on youtube.com slash Chris. I did fart through this entire exit. So with that, please rate and review this five stars and see you next week. I'm going to go fart some more. Bye.